Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Uh, my name is Sarah Delancic. Welcome. Uh, this is Keeping It Real Estate. That's what I'm calling this uh, session, this bi-weekly session for now. And the things that uh, we're going to do on this uh, half hour session, we're going to start, um, you know, with gratitude, affirmations, maybe some visualization if I get up for it. Oh my gosh, my phone is usually on mute, but it's not on mute today. Now I'm putting it on mute. <laughs> um, and then we're going to kind of go into like, I want to spend just a little bit of time on that stuff um, and then go into the news of like things that are going on in the real estate industry. Um, and then something that I'm like, usually like books that I'm checking out, other podcasts, other, um, you know, YouTube channels that I'm learning from or uh, audiobooks or stuff like that, that I think can be helpful. Um, usually I'm helping agents with their follow-up techniques and how to, you know, get over their fears of follow-up. So today we're going to talk about a really interesting uh, book that actually my husband sent me. <laughs> my husband sent me um, a video in the middle of the night last night, and it was like a short, a YouTube short. And I just like it was about I'm a psychology major, so it was about the blue dot effect. And um, and so I started watching it, and then it like. I, I felt like the video didn't finish, so I tried to go watch the whole thing, and I found another video that I really liked. And so we're going to talk about um, five life-changing levels of not giving a duck. That's what I'm going to say instead of the word that it actually is. Um, just in case. Just in case. Uh, okay. So the first thing I want to do is say I am so grateful for this this platform and this opportunity and um, I think it's amazing what we get to do in the real estate industry. It's a very unique industry um, with so much upside. There is a lot about real estate that can be scary. Trust me, I've seen all kinds of things and I'm sure you have too. And I know we're all in kind of a strange market right now that um, can be challenging but can also be very rewarding um, when you, per, you know, persevere and go through the journey. So, um, so I am just really grateful for this opportunity, for my team, um, my family and everything like that, and my tribe in real estate, because I think it's really important that you have people that you can lean on and talk to about all the crazy stuff that's going on in this industry, right? So I am super, super, super grateful for all of that. Um, one of the things that I like to do is, uh, I, I actually posted two, um, videos on TikTok recently and they got a lot of engagement because they were about affirmations. So I have some affirmations that I'm going to pull up that I'm going to read and feel free to read along and, you know, um, make them your own. 
I think this is really helpful and I'll tell a short story about it right after we do it. Okay, so um, this is just something I put together uh, to make sure that I was like putting my best foot forward and having the right mindset. And I'm sorry about the lighting. These screens are really bright and so it can make me look very washed out. Even though I put on self-tanner today, you can't tell. But um, okay, so I am successful regardless of what is happening in the current market. Each call is an opportunity to build a positive connection and provide value. I am well prepared and knowledgeable about my market and the services I offer. I am persistent and resilient. I will keep going despite any challenges. I focus on solutions and benefits, not just making a sale. Every call brings me close, uh, brings me one step closer to achieving my goals. I'm a great communicator and can convey my message effectively. My enthusiasm is contagious and it resonates with the people I'm talking to. I know that success comes from consistent effort. So that's the short version. If, um, if you know me, there is a longer version that I uh, also have. But I like this one. It's, it's pretty simple. I have it um, right in front of me and try to read it and say it. Um, every time before I'm about to make calls. So hopefully you can try and do it too and see if it helps you. But one of the coolest things is when I first started doing this, I was I was creating these affirmations for a course and I was hearing about how, you know, I was studying about mindset and how it really, really helps people. And so I was like, okay, you know, this was in the middle of September when the interest rates had just gone up. Um, and I was not like very happy about that and I felt a little discouraged and I I put these affirmations together to try you know to see if I could get myself um out of the funk and the first day that I did it I ended up with a 1.2 million dollar buyer and then the second day that I did it I got a two million dollar cash buyer and seller so um so it works and I'm I've been trying to do it ever since um and I think it helps to really just get you like I'm not going to focus on a sale. I'm not going to focus on that. So later on, I'm going to share a really cool um, live call that I had. And it's it's a little long, but you'll get the sense where, and I did edit out um, certain private details. So like normally when I call someone, I say, hey, this is Sarah with the whatever team. So like, for example, hi, this is Sarah with the local real estate team in Seattle. I saw you clicked on blah, 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 right? So I just want to let you know when you listen to the call, there's certain parts edited out. So it might sound a little bit weird in the beginning, but um, I do say the name of the agents I'm calling for and things like that. And then at the end of the call, it's cut off, but I did ask him for his permission to use the recording of the call and all that. And he said I could have have it for whatever I wanted, share it all over the place. So I'm going to do it. Okay, so we've done um, our, our affirmations. So one of the things that, I came across as I was getting ready for this. Um, I was looking up some real estate news and something I found was really interesting, um, which is more than 18 million occupied rental units are exposed to climate-related risks, according to Harvard, a study at Harvard's Joint Center for Housing Studies. Um, so this could strain rental stock supply, boost prices, and cause a jump in evictions. This is a study that just came out and it's kind of terrifying. Like 18 million, 18.2 million occupied rental units 
are at risk of like hurricanes, wildfires, floods, earthquakes, and similar hazards. So, I mean, it could be like, I don't want to look at it as bad news or anything like that, but I do think that um, it's interesting. And I think that we're in an interesting time right now where we need to like think positively and hopefully this will push, um, you know, some more focus on helping people get into houses and get away from rentals and things like that because well that's what we're trying to do is like sell real estate here right so i thought that was really interesting i also thought um it was interesting well i mean the interest rates are above seven percent um it's according to another study too so so this time in real estate is like one that can get very difficult you could feel like your real estate career is on life support right now and I, I hear it a lot from agents um, that have been in the business for years and years and years and are just finding no rhythm right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to just help be a, a lifeline, throw out the, you know, the life best. And hopefully we can all support each other and find a way through this. And so some of the things that I hope will help do that is by encouraging you and sharing the call that I have that um, became an in-person listing appointment and things of that nature. I'm going to share my call numbers. I'm going to share whatever I can because a lot of people are very curious about what it looks like to make 100 calls a day. Like, And I'm not saying real estate agents need to do that. That's literally my my bread and butter, right? Like I own a, a boutique ISA company. Um, and so we're very, very small. And, um, and actually, I will talk about how... Well, there's this this part on the thing that I'm going to, we might as well just get into it now. So um, on that five, five life-changing levels of not giving a duck, then the guy, and it's, um, the name of the channel is Mark Manson. One of the things he said is that relationships are either performance-based or, or they're, they're authentic. So when you meet somebody, if you're performing, you're not putting on, you're not being yourself. You're not being authentic because like if somebody, have you ever met one of those people that's like, oh, you know what? Um, I, you're like talking about your favorite thing and they're like, oh, I love that too. I love it. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite. And you know that they're just agreeing with you, but they don't really know anything about it. Have you ever seen one of those? Like that is when I, and I know they just want to be liked and they just want to like feel, fit in, but they're not being, they're not being liked for who they really are because they're just saying they like something. And they don't really, because if you press them, then all of a sudden you realize they've probably never even seen whatever movie or show you're talking about or whatever it might be, right? So um, so being authentic is a really crucial part of being successful, I personally think. Be- and, and not just being successful, but being happy and comfortable in your own skin. Because if you are trying to please everyone else or trying to put on a front or trying to be a salesman or trying to be something you're not, then you're not going to be fulfilling parts of you that need to be fulfilled. And people also are going to be more likely to see through it too. So right now in this industry, you have to be fully authentic to find the people that want to work with you and that you want to work with. So the reason I'm telling this story is because as, um, as a small boutique ISA company, and just for anybody that doesn't know what that is, it's Inside Sales. The Inside Sales Agency is the name of my uh, company. And what we do is we call 
you know, warm internet leads or like warm leads for bar, uh, for agents. We call buyers and sellers, prospective buyers and sellers for them. Um, because, you know, a lot of agents don't have the time and things like that. But we are very selective. So um, on this, on this thing that I was watching today, it was so interesting. And I will just like share a really quick screenshot of this because there is a, there's a word, but these are the, this is the channel. Um, and these are the levels that you go through. And if you guys can find this video, which I will send to auto to put um, at the bottom when we, when the recording comes out, if you can, sorry about this word up here, but if you can, uh, try to watch this because it's very interesting. Um, they actually put this guy who's very shy through these stages. So we're going to go through embarrassment, rejection, criticism, failure, and level five where you're finally just like, okay, I just, you know what? I just, I'm going to be who I am because you're only ever going to be the worst at something the very first time you try it. Like, you don't think that I just like hopped on the phone first time calling a potential seller never done it before and I'm just like comfortable, right? That's that's not the way it works usually. So, I mean, you got to get comfortable. And in this video, they put one of their friends who's very shy and things like that. They put him through all these obstacles and one of them said to him, like, you know, you are choosing them as much as they're choosing you. And when they told him that, like they put him on a date and they made him ask all these very embarrassing private questions. And um, once he realized, hey, yeah, I'm choosing them too. So they, I don't need to perform, right? Like I need to just be myself. And if we click, we click. And I bring that up because coming back to my ISA company, it's like, I we're very selective and we, we only work with a small amount of agents that actually want to work with us. I turn a lot of business away because we're looking for a very specific type of client that is going to maximize everything we do. And that might sound odd because if you go to an ISA company, you're just like, I want to sign up and they take your money and that's that. But that's not the way that we work. And so I bring that all up to say like, as an agent, be authentic and make sure that you understand that just as much as you want a buyer or a seller, they, um, you need to choose them. Like, have you ever, I'm, I'm sure you've had clients that you've had, like, I know a lot of people have had a client and they have to cut off the relationship, um, whether they're crossing boundaries or whether they're um, volatile or whatever the case may be, or just like making you uncomfortable or, or it not respecting your time. There's so many things that I've seen happen, like, and the longer you're in this industry, the longer you see it. So, so I bring all that up because um, when you start following up with prospective buyers and sellers, when you put yourself out there, you are going to go through these levels. You're going to go through embarrassment. Like it feels awkward. You might say the wrong thing. You might, um, you know, you might accidentally uh, throw a quote out there that's wrong. You might, you might send a text that doesn't, you know, have the appropriate grammar or something like that. And it might embarrass you. So like, but own it. Like that's part of being human. Nobody's perfect, right? And then level two is you're afraid of being rejected, right? Well, everybody's afraid of being rejected, but if you're rejected for who you really are, then I don't feel like you should be that upset because it's not only you rejecting or like you being rejected. You are also, maybe you wouldn't gotten along with that person anyway. So 
Um, don't always be upset when somebody is not a good fit. Like we get hung up on <laughs> myself and my team. We get hung up on, we get, we get some, like, we've had people say some really mean things. Um, as a matter of fact, like some really, really mean things. And we know it's not about us. Like they're not, they're not putting it like they don't even know us. Right. They can tell us really mean things, but, um, really just a reflection of their character. So, so rejection is not, not a bad thing. Um, criticism, obviously, and we all get criticized for all different kinds of things. I, I criticize myself, um, every time I watch the recording of these and then I'm like, oh, that's not nearly, I, I did way better than I thought I did or something like that, you know? So criticism is all part of it. It's all part of the journey. And failure, you're going to fail. You have to fail. You have to fail in order to succeed. Like, I love this. Um, there's something going around the internet that's like Abraham Lincoln ran for office like so many times and and didn't win and all these things. And, and like, he wasn't, you know, he didn't give up. He kept trying. He kept trying. I think it was something like 40 something times that he was rejected, you know, and he kept going. And now he's one of the most famous presidents ever, right? And then when you finally get to level five, you are just like, okay, this is who I am. And this is who I'm going to be. So with all of that said, now I'm going to play this call and you guys can find where I may have been embarrassed, rejected, criticized, and felt like I might've failed at something. And then you can also see where it gets to a point where I you know, I make it all happen and it works out. So um, it's a pretty interesting call. And afterwards, if you guys have questions, we can talk about that. Um, but one other thing I want to share is just um, the call numbers for our week, which is myself and another um, ISA, Kelsey, who's sitting right next to me. Um, we had 1,210 calls this week from Monday through... Oh, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Which one was that? Oh, okay. Sorry. Nope. I was looking at the wrong week. I was looking at January. Take it back. Okay. We had 1,096 calls and 27 wins. And we call wins like if, if, um, a potential buyer or seller actually connected with a real estate agent. So like had an appointment with them, we, um, count wins as if they sign a listing agreement, which happened this week with, they go pending, which happened. Um, we also count like if they request the CMA, if they request property alerts or market updates. So those are the things that we count as wins. Um, and a lot of them mostly are like connecting with the real estate agent, but a lot of them can be property alerts too. But we had 1,096 calls, total calls um, last week and then 27 wins. So, okay. So now we're gonna play this call and luckily there is, uh, thanks to my assistant, Danielle, who's amazing for putting this together so that we can actually Actually read it while we watch it. Um, some of the words she might not have known or it was private information, so she might have taken it out, but hopefully you guys can hear this and here we go. Hello. Hey, is this Bethel? Who's this? Um, yeah, my name is Sarah. I am not trying to sell you something, but um the other day on Facebook you requested a list of off market homes for sale in Oakland County. Does that sound familiar? I just went with those WhatsApp. I clicked on it. I didn't know I requested it. To be honest with you, I've seen the email. Oh. I didn't know. I, I didn't know I requested it. You know, on those Facebook marketplace. I think I seen a house or something. Yeah. 
I mean, I am in, but I'm not in. I'm looking, but not looking. It's one of those, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, yeah, I live in Commerce Township. I have a house too much for me, but I like where I live, so. Oh. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, you know. Well, okay, what about this? Um, No pressure, first of all. And, but you said you have a house that is a little bit too much house for you in Commerce Township. So would you like to know how much it might be worth by any chance? I, I, I already know it's for the mid-500. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, um, what about this? You gave us your email. Could we set up like a search for you? So that way, um, if something came on the market that was like the uniform. I mean, if, 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 I'm, I'm, if I had that move, be honest with you, I'm looking for no more than a ranch. I'd like a I like to have a swimming pool in it. I want to live in commerce somewhere this side of well, when I say this side, it's like where am I at? Toward uh, Haggerty area, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, know yeah. The, the, yeah, I'm not, I'm looking for a house, swimming pool, in ground swimming pool. If if I find what I like, I'm, I'm, there's no commitments yet. I'm not really yeah, proud. Yeah, of but if I always said if I move, it's going to be a ranch, and it's going to have a swimming pool with a walkout basement, all that good stuff. With a walk-in basement. Okay. Um, do you know how much you would want to spend on that home? Uh, you know what? I haven't. I I have not decided that. Depending on what I see, right okay. now, be honest. But honestly, everything is so overpriced. So even if I made money on my current house, I'm gonna spend it on something else to upgrade. I know how the market is. I mean, you know, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, if you're so, getting, you know, you're getting. So have you made any upgrades to your home by these years? No. No. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm afraid too. Yeah. Well, why is that? Like, it's like it's like I kept it up very nice. I kept it up very well. It's only me and my wife, and I'm no kid. Uh, you know, okay. so they wouldn't have a kid. We have a beautiful home. It's, it it yeah. could use some touches. It could use some upgrades. Maybe the kitchen. Maybe the bathroom. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would I, I wouldn't lie about that. Uh, yeah. But it, but sometimes like if if you're thinking about moving, do you want to do upgrades? Maybe maybe the new owners want to do their own thing. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Instead of, instead, of, instead of me spending 50000 or something they might like, like I, I don't mind selling it for 50000 less. I'm a very realist guy. Like, if, why should I spend my money and well, hope to get it back? Right, right. Okay, well, okay, so... And uh, my house, to be honest with you, my house, my house, I've got 2875 square feet. I have two oh. bedrooms. Main bedroom suite for me is downstairs. I have oh, a lot of house. Yeah, I have a bigger bedroom suite upstairs that was for my daughter. Oh, my God. Oh, her own yeah. in the bathroom and her own uh, walk-in closet and all that good stuff. And I have a John and Jill with two bedrooms. So wow. that's a full, that's a full, bam, my basement is, is completely finished. It's humongous. Oh, my I got God. I nine foot high ceilings. I mean, walk out, true, true walk out. Right? Well, where no where friends. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, what, what about just uh, putting an in-ground pool in that space? Is there not enough room in the back? You know what? You know what? Uh, I thought about it. Uh-huh. Right? I thought about it. My backyard is kind of weird. The water table is kind of high. So I didn't know if they could do it or not. Okay. You know? Gotcha. Plus, the house, the answer is just me and my wife. Oh, man. That's a massive house for just you and your wife. And you see what I'm saying? I mean, I go upstairs to flush the toilet once a month. <laughs> oh my gosh, Bethel. Well, okay, look. Um, I go in the basement three times a year, maybe I'll have the family over. And I have a huge basement, completely finished. Yeah. I have it, it's 52 by 25, and then 
and then 25 by 50, like an added shape, right? Yeah. One one pole in the whole basement. Oh my goodness, that's Sitting to the side. I have, a, I have a full kitchen, I have a bathroom, I have yeah. a storage room, I have a gym. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Of, <laughs> okay, so if we were able I, to find this, this home with a pool for you, um, an in-ground pool, and is there anything with a basement, a walk-in basement, ramp style, um, is there in the area that you like, which might be difficult, um, are you thinking... It might be in this area. Yeah. Are you thinking of staying around that 500K range, or...? Uh, and like I said, it depends on the house, the age of the house, and how it looks. Okay. I don't want to dump all... I don't want to dump a lot of money. I, I like new... I've never lived... Listen, I've never lived in a, in a used house. Well, wow, that's... <laughs> a... I lived in wow. two homes. I lived in two homes. I owned two homes uh-huh. since... Since I've been married since 1985, I be, I got married in 19, I, I I got married in, I got married longer than that. I got married in 1980. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you need a new uh, construction then is what I'm. Yeah, I mean you know, uh, yeah, a new a new yeah. with fresher, you know, what I'm saying the fresher. I mean, I owned one in Farmington Hills from '86 to '99, paid that off, moved into this house in '99. And uh, oh, you've been there since '99. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And you keep it in good shape. Well, that's good to know. Are you sure you don't want to just give me the address and we can just send you kind of a generic like keep you in the loop? Explain. My my home is that it's a family with kids dream because the street is a dead end street. There's one way in and out, and it's a uh-huh. bunch of family, little kids. Now they're moving in families uh-huh. with kids, about four or five families with little kids. See, why are you selling me the house? Now I want to help you sell, like, I want to help you get this out sold and get you into one with the in-ground pool. Like, playing with me here. I'm not playing with you. You want to come and take a look? Come and take a look. I don't care. <laughs> but I'll just home all the Look, I, I'm not the agent, so I can't actually help you, but um, I could I could set up a time for them to come take a look, but I don't want to pressure you, like I said. So it's- no, I'm not going to let. I don't. I, I'm a very simple yes or no. And I mean, I, I procrastinated enough, and uh, again, me and my wife talk about it, like, yes and no, no and yes. Yeah. We love, and and be honest with you, being married 45 years, uh-huh. you accumulate a lot of junk. <laughs> and, every, and every time I want to move, and I start looking around, uh-huh. and I'm like, what am I going to go with all this? And I keep oh. telling her, she, every time she says she wants to move, uh-huh. I say, Make a garage sale in the summertime. Sell some of the stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, look, an agent can help you with that because they have contacts to all the right places to help you get out of that stuff. So, um, you know what? They have some availability this weekend. Would Saturday work? Yeah. Listen, no pressure. No promises made. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Um, What time do you... Uh, like, they could do it in the 10 a.m. I'm, I'm in the gym. About, okay. like, one between... After one o'clock. How about uh, how about two? Does that work? Two o'clock sounds good. Two o'clock on Saturday. Okay, they're gonna meet you at your house. Um, yeah. Lane, and then you know, just uh, then they can set up whatever they need, and hopefully this goes well. And um, I can't wait to, for you to meet them. I, I, I don't know what it is about you, but usually I hang up. No thanks. I don't need nothing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, I just love talking to you. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much. And I hope you have a good weekend and they'll they'll see you on Saturday at 2 p.m.
Okay, thank you. Thanks a lot, Mike. All right, so as you guys can see, well, it was, he kind of sold himself, but in the beginning, he was, he was like, no, you know, I just clicked on it. And I thought it was going to be more like what he said at the end. And he's like, normally I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Or don't even answer the phone, right? Which we hear a lot. So um, as I talked to him, I, I just empathize with him. And the first thing I did, like, and I, I don't always do this, but sometimes I do. It just depends on the area and like kind of the attitude that I'm getting with the calls. Um, some markets are different than others. So um, that day I, I decided to say, hey, you know, I'm not trying to sell you anything because sometimes when they answer the phone, you can tell they're a little guarded. Um, I just want to make sure you got this list of homes that you requested or this estimate that you requested or whatever it might be because we call warm uh, internet leads that usually click on like Facebook posts and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I was just like doing my thing and I, I decided to say that and it kind of, I think it lowered his guard. And then he was like, oh yeah, you know, I just clicked on it. You know, I'm not serious or whatever, but he, he provided little tidbits and I would catch those and I'd be like, oh, and he's like, yeah, I have too much of a home. And then I'm like, so he wants to downsize, right? Like, and you can see, as I go through it, like my enthusiasm, like he's selling the house to me and I'm finally, I'm like, Hey man, you know, he's the one that offered for us to come take a look at it. I had already offered him, uh, to, you know, send a generic CMA without seeing the home earlier in the call and things like that. And then by the end of it, you know, I think in this situation, to be honest, I think he really wants to sell. I think it's a huge home and they have a lot of stuff. And I don't think his, I don't think the spouse wants to, get rid of the stuff. That's, well, that's my impression of it. So, um, so anyways, like that's, that's a, that's a pretty common type of call, but also uncommon in the fact that like he started opening up and telling us more and telling us more and telling us more. So it just depends on when you get them. There are, there are people, uh, we have that we talk to them and we make a note, oh, they were so nice. And then like, this just happened to Kelsey yesterday. And then you call them again the next day and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't want anything to do with you. And they're like, not the same person. So you never know what is going on in people's lives. So you always have to go in and just like not have any judgment, take the back seat and know that it has nothing to do with you, whether they're in a good mood or a bad mood. And just um, try to see if you can help with whatever they're looking for and be a sounding board if they need it. If he wants to talk about his home and how amazing it is, fine, let's do it. You know, I didn't really think I was going to get the address. I didn't really think I was going to be able to set that appointment. The agents have since talked to him and, you know, we'll see where it goes. Fingers crossed. So it's still in the works, but that was good. So, um, so that is all the time we have, unless anybody has any questions. Um, if you do feel free to come up mute, if you don't, um, or you can type it in the chat. I'll wait a second. We'll take a sip of this. See if anybody has a question. <laughs> I guess we're good. Okay, well, you guys know where to find me. My name is Sarah Delansig. I'm on social. Um, I go by at Sarah the ISA on a lot of stuff. Um, and hopefully you guys find me and you'll be here again in two weeks where I have another call. I think um, we're going to share Kelsey's call that she had. I think we're going to do it next week. So, or not next week, but the next time. So hopefully see you then. Thanks so much. Bye. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.